Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Poets World Podcast. This is your host, Matt Foster, for all those who didn't know. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, tonight I'm talking about maturity in a relationship. <laughs> oh yeah, we taking it there tonight, ladies and gentlemen. So if you have just someone special, hold them close. And if you're on lunch break at work, call them up and tune in to tonight's episode as we talk about maturity in today's relationships. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's get into the show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Poets World Podcast. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about maturity in a relationship. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We're taking it there tonight, ladies and gentlemen, and I know there are going to be those who don't want to hear this episode. Best believe this episode right here is for them as well. People who think they know everything when it comes to a relationship, but in actuality, they lack understanding. Because let me explain something to you. Maturity is something that helps us grow to where we understand ourselves as well as our significant others. It also helps us become responsible and allows us to hold ourselves accountable when we mess up in life or in a relationship. You see, the problem with today is everybody either thinks they're right, believes that they're right, or they don't want to be held responsible or accountable. For their actions. They always blame their past trauma. They always blame. Oh this person did this to me. That's why I'm the way I am. How I am. My mom and dad did this to me. 40, 20, 30 years ago. 5, 15 years ago. But they're not here with you. In your relationship are they? The person that hurt you. Or the people. Plural. Who hurt you. are not here with you in your current relationship. So why are you bringing them? Through your imagination, you're bringing them into the relationship or marriage you're in now. Yet, you want to call yourself a mature adult. Oh, I have two two, three jobs, or I have a job, I have a career, I pay the bills in my house. Okay, but that doesn't make you mature. That makes you responsible. You see, maturity doesn't work without accountability. And accountability doesn't work without maturity. They both go hand in hand. A similar uh, comparison to this is in the Word of God. It says, works without faith is dead. Faith without works is dead. Faith and works are Two different things that go hand in hand with one another. So does responsibility and accountability. And you know what is the one way we can find that responsibility and accountability in our relationship, in our marriage? Maturity, your mindset. You see, I had a good conversation with a friend of mine. 
and her and her significant other headed out about a, about a month ago. And she said, oh, well, he needs to understand that his job, you know, doesn't equal my two jobs and how much income I bring in. You know, yeah, he helps with the bills, but at the same time, you know, he could be doing a little bit more. And I had to explain to her, he's at least helping. That's a mature thing to do. He helps you because he loves you. That's a mature thing to do. An irresponsible thing to do is for him to pay or her to pay all of the bills. That shows that you lack maturity financially, for one. But two, you lack maturity because you believe that your significant other is like your parent, whether you believe it or not. You see your significant other as your mother or your father as to why you have to fork over all your cash to them to make them happy. You try to appease them financially. That is not a mature thing to do. I don't know who, what, what y'all type of music y'all listening to, but that's not a mature thing to do because later on down the road, y'all might share a car and that car might need to be repaired. So if you're giving your significant other, be it your, your, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your husband, your wife. You know, your baby mom or baby dad or whoever, if you've given them all of your money to pay all the bills, plus help them with what they need, who's going to maintenance the car? Just, just ponder on that for a minute. Y'all might have two cars. That's even worse. So if she's spending your money or he's spending all your money. What happens if one of the cars break down? Who, who's going to pay for that? Why if we're out here buying Jordans and 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 uh, Michael Kors and all all kind of fashion little fashionable items? Louis Vuitton this, Adidas that, Nike this, not, you know what I mean? If you're out here buying all these fashionable items, you or your significant other. What happens if your car goes down? Or her car goes down? You might need to replace the transmission. You might need to replace the fuel filter. You might have to replace the fuel pump. You might need to replace the alternator. You might have to replace one of the, the fuses in the car. You or, her, your, you or your man might have a faulty ignition switch in your car. And Lord knows some of those are not <laughs> cheap to fix with today's modern vehicles. So if you are being financially irresponsible, i.e. financially immature, you lack maturity. Okay, perfect example. That was a materialistic listing. What if your kids need pull-ups? If you have toddlers, what if your kids need shoes, if they're teenagers and they're growing out of the shoes that they have and you need to buy them shoes and clothes for school or they, like, they just need shoes and clothes for every day. If you are forking over your finances, either one of you to, you know, your significant other every last dime, 
who's caring for the child? You see, we need to bring back maturity in, re in relationships and marriages because it showed the children coming up in the next generation that's being brought up in those families. How a relationship is supposed to work for one and for two. It shows that both the mom and the dad truly cared for one another because they understood one another. They put the family first. They put their marriage first or their relationship first. And they put the kids first. That is maturity. Maturity also inquires listening to your significant other. When has it been, how long has it been since you sat down and you listened to your mate? Since you listened to your wife, since you listened to your husband, since you listened to your boyfriend, since you listened to your girlfriend, how long has it been? And I want you to clearly think, dear listener, how long has it been since you listened? Open your ears, shut your mouth for a few moments. Ask your significant other, hey, babe, how was your day today? Put the phones down and ask your significant other, hey, babe, how was your day today? How long has it been? You see, we take stuff like that for granted. We take stuff like that for granted in today's relationships. I had someone tell me recently that I think old fashioned and that <laughs> I need to let go of the old ways because that's not how the world works anymore. Let me tell you something. The universal language for every human being that has someone or is seeking someone is love itself. And without God, you don't know what love is. Because God, the Lord God teaches you how to love yourself for one. That is important. It is not a selfish thing to learn to love yourself first. It is not a selfish thing to put the Heavenly Father first. So that he can show you how to love yourself before you find someone. I had to learn how to love myself. It's called maturity. Because if you don't learn how to love yourself, you're going to be so dependent on someone else's love for you. That if that relationship or that marriage don't work out and they leave you, you won't know how to love yourself. And that has been the, the, the same and consistent. That wisdom has been the same and consistent since man first set foot on planet Earth. And it's still prevalent today. Everybody out here talking about self-love, self-love, self-love. What do you think they're talking about? They're talking about learn to love yourself before you get into a relationship or marriage. That's another thing we need to do. 
today. People people are confusing the terminology self-love and selfish. Because some people are so selfish loving themselves that God is trying to show them it is the right season to fall in love, to find your someone special. But you're so focused on yourself that you can't see the bigger picture and who God is trying to bring into your life. And I know I digressed from the main topic, but I just had to say that. But anyway, back to the story. Someone told me recently. I'm old fashioned. I believe in the old traditional ways of love. And I'm going to be honest and say this. My grandmother, God rest her soul, she raised us, me and my brothers, along with my mother and my two uncles and my aunt. Not all in the same household, of course, but that's who all raised us, along with my cousin Greg. God rest her soul. But with all those family members, they showed us what family and love is supposed to be. I went through some heartbreak. Mm hmm. I went through it. Nights where I looked up to heaven and I prayed for the Lord to take this emotional pain away. But you know what? That emotional pain helped me be the man I am today and helped me have that better understanding of love traditionally. So. I do not care if I'm called old fashioned. I do not care if I understand what love is supposed to be and I know how to love. I don't care what they say about me. I'm a love with my whole heart. I'm going to love myself. I'm going to love my family. I'm going to love my friends. I'm going to love my significant other with all of my heart. From From a perspective of maturity. And understanding. And faithfulness. You see. Somewhere along the lines. And, I, and, and, and I hear it so much. This whole men ain't this, men ain't that, women ain't this, women ain't that. I see it all splattered all across YouTube. All across Instagram. We've forgotten how to love. This goes to show people were so wrapped up a few years ago in that whole self-love thing that they blew past the season where God had someone special for them and they were because they were too busy loving themselves wouldn't get their face out of the mirror not realizing in honesty and actuality, they were being selfish. 
And now that they are lonely, they have no one, or they haven't been loved properly in so long. They hate those of the opposite sex. They hate those of the opposite sex for it. When you spend too much time loving yourself, you become selfish. It's a, st- a statistical fact. The same saying goes for when you're alone for so long, that can be dangerous. Because you get used to being alone. To the point where when someone special comes into your life, you push them away unknowingly. Because you're so used to being alone. You're so used to being alone. And that is called immaturity. That's another form of being immature. When you push people away because you want to be alone. I used to be like that. And that's why I'm speaking on that, ladies and gentlemen. I used to push family, friends, significant others I dated in the past. I would push them all away so I could be alone. It wasn't until December of 2020. I realized I had no family, no friends, no significant other to share the holidays with. Because I pushed everyone away that year. Pushed absolutely everyone away. Not realizing, not coming to the conclusion and understanding that I was being immature. You see, we need to bring back maturity in relationships in 2023. We need to stop making things about ourselves in 2023. We need to stop playing the blame game and blaming our significant other, our kids, our parents, our neighbors, our childhood, our past traumas, our past relationships in 2023. Everything that happened in the past before the the person you're with now. I don't care if it was a month ago. Let it go. Learn to forgive. Learn to love. Be mature. Be the bigger person. It's hard. Yes. Every, Every situation is different. Every person is different. And it's going to take some time. But when you take the steps, just take the steps. When you take the steps towards forgiveness, you take a step towards maturity. And through maturity, you gain wisdom, responsibility, and accountability. And you also gain understanding. You see that beautiful package right there that I just unraveled before you guys? I'm going to say it again for the people in back. When you take a step 
towards forgiveness, you take a step towards maturity. And through maturity, you gain wisdom, responsibility, accountability, and understanding. That's that's amazing right there. God is good. That's amazing right there, ladies and gentlemen. Having those things, those elements, those main key elements in your relationship and marriage can make you both truly happy. But you got to stop blame, playing a blame game. You got to stop blaming your significant other. Another thing. Stop abusing your significant other. Oh, you didn't think I was going to take it there. Uh-huh. Stop abusing your significant other. And abuse comes in many forms. Consistently asking for money. Knowing that they'll probably need something too. They work just as hard as you do. You got a nine to five just like they got. Yes, it's nice to splurge on your, on your significant other, your spouse, your husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend. Every once in a while, baby mom, baby dad, every once in a while. It's nice. It's nice. But, but, learn to say no sometimes. Learn to be responsible and say, and say, babe, I know you want me to buy you this or lend you the money for that. But we got bills coming up at the end of the month. I'm going to pay this and this and this. And I want you to pay this and this and this. Or the car isn't re- acting right. And it hasn't been acting right for a while. Let's both put our money together, you know, to get it fixed. And then worry about what, you know, what we want to spend our money on next month. You know, don't constantly say, babe, I need this. 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 That's being a, that's being financially abusive. Stop verbally abusing them. Stop putting them down. Yes, they make mistakes. Just like you, you're human, right? Look over to your significant other. Look in, in, in your phone and pull up a picture of your significant other right now. They're human, just like you, right? I, I hope they're human. But they're human, right? All right, then. They make mistakes just like you. And that's all right. No one's perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm going to be the first to say it. I get things wrong most of the time. Majority of the time. But, hey, it's it's a learning curve. It's It's life. You learn something new every day. And I'm okay with the fact that I'm flawed. So you should be okay with your significant other being flawed because you yourself, dear listener, are flawed. So don't pitch your significant other down. You don't like their haircut. You don't like the way they dress. You don't like her hair. You don't like her nails. You don't like his shoes. You don't like the way he talk, where he come from, his family, your family. Oh, today, y'all, mm. Y'all do too much today with all the complaining y'all do sometimes. Not realizing God is giving you the biggest blessing. Because 
If it wasn't for the person you're now with, the one that truly makes you happy and is spending their life with you, just like you're spending your life with them. Who else on this earth could make you that happy? Who else on this earth could you imagine waking up to every day? Who else on this entire earth would understand you and all your quirks the way your significant other does? Mm-hmm. So stop putting down your significant other. It, no one's perfect. Another thing. If you're going to be lying to your significant other about money, about where you've been, who you've been hanging out with, stop that. That's another form of abuse. That's emotional abuse. Stop. Enough is enough. Love each other. Come clean if you have to. Matter of fact, I implore you to come clean. It might hurt them or they might want to come clean to you and it might hurt you. But hey, honesty is the best policy. And some scars are needed so proper healing can take place. And through all that, what I just explained to you all tonight in this episode, you'll gain maturity. You'll have maturity back in your relationship, your marriage, your life, your friendships, your business partnerships. Because you'll start to form a habit of not just having maturity in your relationship. You'll start to have it in your friendships, your business partnerships, who you associate with. Because maturity is wisdom. And through wisdom we gain understanding. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you all for tuning in to tonight's episode. It was a lot to unpack. And uh, I usually, <laughs> you know, uh, don't really go off on a tangent that often. But I'm thankful you guys chose to listen. And I hope you all learned something new in tonight's episode, because I know I did. But anyway, I hope you all have a beautiful and blessed weekend. I love you guys. Take care. Good night. And God bless. Let us begin. My bag's all packed. I take one last look around the apartment and think of all the memories. A tear falls from my eyes as I recall all the times that you were here with me. And now you're a grad student at an out-of-town university. <laughs> I still remember those times you'd come sleep on my couch while taking a break from your exams. And you listened to my problems when I said that you didn't understand. But I truly thank you for being a great and amazing best friend. I looked at your Christmas card you sent me back in December. <laughs> $10 was in it, along with a personal note that you left me. You see, it's strange that I didn't notice this card until now. I had it on top of my counter for a couple months now. It's kind of ironic how even recent memories can make your eyes well up. <laughs> I think I've done everything I wanted to do in this town. Here's to the new journey that's begun. 
And here's to the new friends and mistakes I'll make in the long run. See you around, dear friend. It's been fun. I wish you all the best. Until we meet again. Farewell. 7.32 a.m. Sitting on the balcony of the condo as I begin to contemplate. I look down to the street below me and I ponder upon all of God's creation. As I begin to question, why do we hold ourselves above our sisters and brothers if through Christ we are one family? This is as real as it gets. Seeking answers that will take a lifetime, things we find in these intricate minutes. Why do we treat each other so differently if we're made all in the very image of God? You see, I glorify the Father in heaven for he is in all of us. And yes, he's surely alive. <laughs> I watched a man pursue money like it's the only way to make it. A fool's errand. For he will one day be consumed by his pride unless he acknowledges God and asks the Lord for forgiveness. Yes, the Lord will forgive us if we are sincere aside. But far too many of us are busy chasing the pride of life. And that's the devil's lies. There are far too many of us who need prayer. Each night, new tears rain down from our eyes. The things a single mother endures for her own child. And the single father that's kept from his kids always has them deep in his mind. There's thoughts we keep in our minds. We should surrender to Jesus Christ. Yet we store them away along with the mistakes we try our best to hide. If you're seeking answers, then open up your Bible and live according to the word of God, and you will never be lost in the sea of life. Although there may be a few storms, those same storms will never toss you aside, just as long as you walk day to day with God right by your side. Just remember to love your brother. Abide by the wisdom of your father and your mother. And you will surely have life. Let us begin. Here in this marvelous moment, I look into your starlit eyes as they sparkle in these late night hours. To have you forever is what I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm nervous to admit it out loud that you have my heart wide open. I gently place my hands upon your curvaceous form. We dance gracefully in this ballroom as we left our fears at home. <laughs> the moon shined its light upon your beauty as never before. You leaned your head upon my shoulders as we stepped romantically on the dance floor. <laughs> Lost in this moment as time flows on through midnight, embraced by your love. Lost in your eyes, but I'd rather be lost in your beautiful mind. In love with you is what I want to be forever and for all time.